listening very intensely and what came what came up and what comes up for me is the what's next part mm. after the first impression and after the wow moment how do we follow through with these relationships Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Joe, Dr. Energy Piazza. Rara is in the house. Catherine Asaro Myers. Welcome back to BU Network Podcast, conversations worth having. On our podcast, you can expect three things. One, the BU guest moment. Two, the BU moment. And three, the BU final moment. As promised... We are giving you a very special Audible on each show. Your job, well, not your job, it's to find it. You know the game Where's Waldo? Well, here we will ask you to listen for that Audible. Dr. Energy, are you with me? I am with you all the way. I love it. We have so much fun planned for our guests <laughs> and for our audience today. I am on fire about this. Here's, you know who. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about where we are at. You know, our head and our minds and our emotions. There's so many things going on in the world mm. today, especially with what's happening. I'd like to do a check-in with you and see how you're doing and how your spirits are. And where are you at this exact moment? I am excited about today you know I, w I woke up and i was like who and how do i get to serve today who is going to be in front of me that i can serve today and like a real tennis coach yes <laughs> well i have i did play tennis i did used to play tennis um just really looking forward to how i can be there be present today and you know I'm really, so I'm really looking forward to, to this interview that we're, this podcast episode today. And I have found that, you know, we've talked about this before, that in this time, we were, we were actually busier than we've ever been, scheduling more things than we ever have. And I find that remarkable and exciting and... Uh, some days it's a little overwhelming, I got to admit, but then I step mm -hmm. into it and all that feeling of overwhelm kind of dissipates and goes away because then I get excited about exactly what we're doing. And, you know, I, I mentioned in a, in a previous episode that I've been following a, uh, a voiceover actor, voiceover coach, and if some of his tips. So I'd, li I'd like to share one of those little tips with you right now. If that's share okay. away. Yeah. Yes, so, absolutely. you know, when you're talking on a microphone and you've got a pop filter or a foam windscreen to, on, on the microphone, you can really get up close. And I don't even have to change the volume of my voice. But as I get closer and I've got my mouth right up against the mic, you can hear how it changes. So we can change how we're doing our voice, you know, smooth jazz, 92.7. Versus, you know, as I sit back a little bit further, you know, we, we get a little bit less volume in the voice. So one of those, that's just one of my little tips that I've been playing with where I sit in rel relation to my microphone today. That's a great tip. I really like that. 
And I, maybe I was thinking about let the good times roll when you said there's so many <laughs> let things Let the going good on. times <laughs> roll. <laughs> really? So let me ask you this. If I want to go close to the mic with my... Okay, I'm going to give you a tone, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. How does that sound? Is that too close? So a little too close because that actually makes the microphone clip. So when you oh, get that no. distortion sound on the recording, then I'm going to leave it in when we when we publish this so you okay. can hear that distortion. Let me do it again. Uh, not so loud this time, not so hard. Well, actually, yeah, funny thing is I didn't expect it to take that hard because I just let them, like I just let them go and yeah, so yeah. I'll control it a little bit. Okay. There we go. That's much nicer. Right, so I just, I was holding the string and I just let them tap and it's like <laughs> somehow momentum picked up. Okay, so when I put that really close to the mic, that right. sounds good? It's so, when that was that was quite good. The second time was better. The first time, what will happen is we, we overshoot the mm. microphone's ability to translate or transmit the sound. And so we get what's called clipping and you get a distorted sound and it sounds really, really horrible. And then oh, also... you're going to leave that in so people can see the difference? I'm going to leave it in so people can yes, hear the difference. Yeah. I might turn the volume down on it a little okay. bit because it might be a little loud in, the, in, a, in a headset, but, yes, uh, but yes. you'll still hear the distortion. So that's one of the things. And the other thing is that you can do, just another free tip for everybody is rather than having the microphone right in front of your mouth and you get a lot of those plosives sounds that you know peter piper picked a pick of peck picked a peck of pickled peppers you can hear a lot of that popping sound so you just turn the microphone put it off to the side of your mouth a little bit but angled the 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 you want to have the the part where that picks up your voice angled towards your mouth but you want to talk past the microphone so now I've changed that, so now the microphone's off to the side. Now if I do Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, you don't quite hear the p p sounds as much. You said angled towards your mouth. So you wanna you wanna have the you wanna have the um, so angled is probably not the right word, facing your mouth. Mm-hmm. Right, you okay, because angled towards our mouth would mean the top is towards right, our right. mouth. So it depends I, de- I know what you meant. And yes. it depends on the type of microphone you have. Some microphones are a front address or side address, actually, which is what we're using in the blue yeti. And then some microphones are what's called an end address, so you wanna actually speak into the end of the microphone. So it all depends the setup of your microphone will deter- be determined by the type of microphone you have. And most microphones, right. when you receive them, will tell you right up front it's a side address microphone or it's a front, a top end address microphone, speak into the end of the microphone, or if it's a side, a side address, speak into the side of the microphone. So, Right. In our resources, we show that we use Blue Yetis right now, mm-hmm. so that's referring to these mics. Great. So, thank you. That's so, a great tip. So maybe maybe we'll need to do a, a little video uh, and share mm-hmm. that with people mm-hmm. as a resource of how how to set up uh, your Blue Yeti and, and speak with it. And, and how not to. And how not to, right. So that we can see the difference or hear the difference, right? right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, let's do that in our resources. Love okay. that. Cool. So I'm really looking forward to the gentleman we've coming on because he's done a, a, a large number of podcasts and, I, and he'll share that with us in, in the episode. So I'm really looking forward to, to hearing what Eli has to share with us. Catherine, what's your being moment today? Where are you at? Where, what are you feeling? What are you noticing? What's, what's going on in Ra-Ra's world? I'm noticing this amazing weeping willow with the breeze just 
those long branches, those long leaves just going back and forth out our window. I'm here in Toronto, Ontario, mm. Canada, in my bridge room, the room that I love with my 10-pound dumbbell and my artwork, <laughs> but this big window just watching how the trees are going back and forth and I actually can't wait to get out there today mm. so I'm, I'm great I'm in great spirits I got my yoga in early I got to listen to our podcast early today and obviously I have a full day as, as we all do <laughs> yeah. you know we're not, not the only ones with full days we started to take shortcuts now so like a month ago or six weeks ago we were really majorly planning out like major meals right and we're like, okay, maybe we should cook like for two days or three days so we're not <laughs> always doing that because it's time consuming. And right. it's not like our, my schedule did not change really other than going out to the physical places that other people invited us to or me to for work or for meetings or networking. So my meetings are all status quo and still online. So we decided we'll take some shortcuts and we'll stretch out the cooking aspect of right. what we do. That's a good idea. And that's, yeah, that saved us some time. Instead of thinking, well, we're home, so therefore we can make, you know, these gourmet meals or whatever we were doing, which and we still do. Right. Like we're making great things, but we're just making it for two days in a batch, so to speak. So I'm really excited about that because last night we decided, like, let's put some more time into free time so that we're not using our free time and we love to cook together but maybe we can take a longer walk maybe so we thought mm -hmm. okay let's let's tighten up what we do and we go food shopping once a week and we said why don't we go once every 10 days and why don't we stretch that out a little bit because we're looking for time and mm -hmm. how not to overwhelm whatever is going on around us so we said all right let's do that let's change our schedule let's make some free time a little bit more take a little bit more walks and i'm really excited about that because that's that's the us you know the me time the us time right and i love that i can look forward to it because sometimes we just don't know what to look forward to because we're doing our thing but i like to change it up i love to adopt new things there's so many new things going on and in what we're doing with our network marketing business and that just anything that looks like a game where I can win that's just got me jumping up and down because there are awards so I'm looking for my awards and I'm looking for longer time to walk and I'm looking for less time to be in the kitchen and today feels like the day that we're going to step right into that nice nice that sounds like a really um intent full day <laughs> It does, doesn't it? Ready to go, you know, hit the ground running, as we say. Right, right. We, we do have a great, a great guest and an instant relationship. You know, we built this yes. relationship online, as a lot of relationships are going to be these days. I guess most yeah. of them, if they're new anyway. Yes. I remember when online dating was like this thing that only certain <laughs> people did. And yet I have friends who have met online and, and been married. But I remember years ago, and I'm talking like 25 years ago, um, there was a woman, there is a woman that I used to go to my yoga studio with, shout out to Dawn and, and Moto Yoga, uh, and she used to own Lava Life, and that was a dating site, and I remember that, I'm like, wow, she, she had, she had owned that site, and Agnata, I hope I'm pronouncing her name properly at this moment, and I'd love to shout out to her, because she was way ahead of her time, but now everything is online, we right. just spend the whole day there so who would have thunk way back then that this is what we would be 
looking at in 2020. Who yeah. would have thought yeah. that even last year? Who would have thunk it, exactly. Who would have thunk it, right. So we're going to move forward and, and leap right into the fiery conversation with our amazing guest and, and new friend. I'd like to yeah. say that we're, we're beyond guest. We're right into friendship. I think so. Well, on that note, I think that's a great place to jump on into our conversation worth having with yeah. Eli, and we'll see you on the other side. Let's go. All right. Be you study. Be more at ease in your communication so you too can have conversations worth having. What is Be You Study? A private online room to rehearse impromptu speaking, receive instant feedback, and achieve quick results. And feel confident that no one is laughing unless you're telling a joke. Plug in anytime, anywhere. Study with seasoned pros. Access your customized feedback. Then speak with ease and build amazing relationships. Dr. Energy, are you hitting the ground running today? Oh, you better. Well, skiing is more like it probably. We got snow here today. Get out of here. Yeah, snow in Ottawa. Okay, well, I didn't want to hear that, but you're hitting the ground moving fast, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, definitely. Okay, well, we, we have what I would consider a fiery guest, mm. someone who is hitting the ground running at on all counts. And I, I wanted to go right into giving some information about our guest. Are you okay with that? Absolutely. Okay, great. It's such an honor to introduce Eli Marcus. He's a fiery renowned, dynamic, motivational speaker and businessman. As the CEO of the Seminar Center in New York City, my hometown, Mm -hmm. Eli has worked with some of the all-time great celebs, book authors, and speakers, including, ready? Mm -hmm. Wait for it. Michael Jackson. (laughs) Mark Victor Hansen, Chicken Soup for the Soul. Dr. Richard Carlson, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Yeah, I know that one. Dennis Waitley, Les Brown, Neil Donald Walsh, Ivana Trump, Davy Jones. Hey, hey. Dr. Brian Weiss, James Von Prague. Okay, let's see if I do this one. Let's see. Joe, go ahead. Jan Lavanzant. There's <laughs> my New York, my New York reading. Caroline and hundreds of others. If you're prepared to alter your status quo and you're ready for massive change, like your life will likely never be the same again. And that's cause for celebration. Yes. When listening to Eli, get ready to discover who you truly are and why you are really here on earth, and how to alter the course of history and leave a legacy of glory, which makes a profound difference in your life as well as others. Wow. I'd like to say a few personal words about Eli. Yes. We, we met online. We had an amazing conversation right from the get-go. Eli has an amazing, friendly, really open, you know, you, you meet people and you talk to them, But Eli was friendly and open and giving from the moment that we said hi. And, Mm. you know, maybe that isn't something we're used to because most of the time 
people are busy, but Eli took the time to uh, reach out, get to know me, talk to us, make introductions. And I loved Eli. I love his New York Minute approach. I want to welcome (laughs) Eli Marcus. Thank you so much for joining us on BU Network Podcast, Eli. Yes. Wow. That was some introduction, Kathy. You're bringing a tear to my eye. Uh, (laughs) That's because it's true. (laughs) That's sweet. Tell us a little bit about how you're so kind and so generous and so giving. I mean, I don't know any other side to you, so don't, don't, burst my bubble. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for that. You know, I mean, my philosophy of life is, you know, what are we here on this earth for, you know, to to jam our pockets with with dough? (laughs) (laughs) Some Um, people, yeah. Yeah, for some people, right? And and there's nothing wrong with that. But what's our real purpose here on this earth? And that is really, in my opinion, to make a difference with other people. So my philosophy of life is that every single human being that you come into contact with, you should make them better because they've met you. They should feel better because they met you. And the best way to do that is be as kind as you possibly can. Does that make sense? Oh, it not only makes sense, you, you live it. You walk the walk and talk the talk. You really did such an amazing, in such a short period of time, you made such an impact. And you continue to with the rate at which you continue and follow through. I always feel like you're right there, not like you went and moved on to something else. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I appreciate that. And, you know, a lot of the things that I do are in reaction to the things that have been done to me in my life, you know, so I do the things <laughs> in my life for other people that I want to be done for myself. Right. And, you know, having responsibility, you know, being kind, you know, uh, trying to figure out how you can help somebody without always having an agenda. And that's a big one, by the way. Yes. Because like yourselves, you know, we're used to having people with lots of agendas coming at us. So when you can actually want to do something for somebody, and it always isn't agenda-based, that is the ultimate, like today with what's going on with the coronavirus, you know, to be able to provide food and give it to the healthcare workers, you know, without an agenda other than just to be kind. That's the ultimate way that we should be as human beings. The the agenda thing is, is a huge thing, you know, to to actually be able to sit and listen to somebody talk and actually hear what they're saying with no agenda of your own other than to listen and to be able to respond in the moment rather than listening for when it's your turn to speak so you can say what it is you already plan to say when which means then you're not really listening to the person who's talking yeah isn't that amazing joe i mean what a way to be yeah. I mean, if we were all like that to each other, what a world, what a world. Oh my, it's, it'd, be, it'd be very much, um, a much, much, much more intentful world for sure. Yeah. And if I can kind of tell you a little digress a little bit back to my seminar center days, you know, I, I've had some, you know, big name celebrities come mm-hmm. and, you know, you have this vision of them, of course, from television <laughs> and from the media. Yeah. And, and you want to believe that, that they're a certain way and you want to believe they're Ozzy and Harriet like, you know, right, they're right. sweet and they're kind and all this. And then, you know, sometimes you get a rude awakening and you find out the person <laughs> behind the scenes, not exactly the way you, you, you wanted them to be. And it bursts your bubble a bit, you know, uh, and others are kind. Others are exactly the way yeah. you see them. Like one day I was sitting in a restaurant in New York City and uh, over uh, walking over my table um, is Regis Philbin. Right. And he actually starts chatting with us, my, my wife and myself. Yeah. 
and he couldn't be any nicer and kinder and he was funny. Yeah. Most celebrities are kind of the opposite. They kind of, you know, want to kind of just not kind of get in your way and not go near you and right. they don't want you coming near them. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. You know, I, I, I remember the first time I heard one of my mentors, I'm a chiropractor by, by training, and I remember the first time I heard one of my mentors actually swear. And he's like the most easygoing, relaxed guy. And I heard him like just cursing a blue streak. And I was like, my jaw hit the floor. And, and I was like, Peter, what, what's going on? And he goes, what? You know, I'm just, I'm feeling frustrated and angry and I'm upset in the moment. I'm just expressing that. I'm like, oh, it was a good lesson about, you know, being yourself and honoring where you are in the moment. Like he wasn't doing it in, to or in front of a whole bunch of people. He was kind of off in the corner and I had gone over to say hi to him, but it, it was it was just like oh yeah it's a good reminder to to honor where you're at in the moment and to to recognize that everybody has their stuff. Yeah, we all do. And you know there there's a what I call a stage self, and mm -hmm. then there's the real self. Right. <laughs> and sometimes you're just not the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's it's uh, it can be challenging for sure. I remember uh, another time actually in New York City, I was helping uh, my best friend move to uh, to New York City to go to school at NYU, and we were out for breakfast the next morning at, in Greenwich Village, and in in walked um, Chris Noth from. Um, Oh, it's, it's such Sex in the city. <laughs> yeah, Sex in the City. Thank you. And he sat down at the counter and I kind of recognized, he looked over and he knew I recognized him. I just nodded to him and he, he, clearly he wanted to be left alone and, and stuff, you know, it's a Sunday morning having, having breakfast and I just nodded, hey, kind of thing. And he nodded and went back to, we both went back to our breakfast and you know, that was kind of cool. Do you know that I actually went to breakfast and Chris North was sitting at the next table as well in New York City? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> he must like to go out to breakfast a lot. I guess, I guess. Maybe you go to the same place. Eli, who, who was the first person that made this remarkable impression on you? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I have to go back uh, to uh, Earl Nightingale back in oh, the 1950s. Okay. You know, he, he was uh, one of my heroes and one of my mentors. Um, and what a lot of people don't know about Earl Nightingale is he had this sort of affliction that made him really, really, really sick. And yet, despite that affliction, he was able to motivate people like myself to no end. Mm -hmm. And I have to really uh, relate to that you know, having a guy that, you know, was in that kind of shape, and yet he called up all the reserves that he possibly could. And you can see the genuineness in, in what he was preaching. So, right. yeah, he, he made the biggest difference for me uh, early on. And who recently has made an amazing impression on you? Hmm, that's another great question. I'm full of it. <laughs> well, I mean, if I have to say for the last, you know, few decades, I'd have to go really to to I consider to be the number one motivational kind of guy on the planet, which is Tony Robbins. Right. You know, I mean, uh, I, I went to one of his, uh, you know, uh, Unleashed a Power Within events, right. and that was like a rock concert yeah. for a few days. I mean, it yes. was actually extraordinary. And he really got the essence of how to motivate and how to move people because what he did is he gets you to get up and change your energy states, yes. you know, so that your mood is constantly upraised by, you know, playing the, the music, getting you up off your feet, getting you jumping all over the place. So he kind of hit on, you know, how to keep your state at a, at a high peak. And where were you at that event? I was in Vegas when he did one. And where, what city were you at? Are you a little more exotic uh, location than I was? I was in Newark. 
That's okay. <laughs> Prudential okay. Center. Yeah, and there's not much going on in Newark. I've been there a yeah. few times for seminars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it still is. The experience is still as wonderful, no matter where, no matter where exactly. we are. Exactly. And and let me ask you about this amazing list of people that we have that you've these authors, speakers, and celebrities that you have conversed with. How do you imagine yourself moving forward now with this? situation in times of change and what you're going to do personally with your gifts and the gift of communicating through podcasts and media with people? Yeah, great question, Catherine. So yeah, I mean, this is a good time to kind of reinvent yourself mm -hmm. because uh, there's no excuses now because there's nothing open to go to. You can't go to the movies, you can't go to restaurants, you can't go here. So it kind of empowers you because you're, you're in place and now you have more time, more uh, ability to focus. And so I'm, you know, reinventing a little bit and I'm bringing back a show that I did called The Motivation Show. Oh. And The Motivation Show's entire purpose, the podcast, is to really make a difference in people's lives, you know, to educate them, to motivate them, to inspire them, to be the best person they possibly can be. I believe everybody has an incredible talent within them. I believe everybody was born a miracle. It just mm -hmm. many of us, if not most of us, just haven't figured out quite what our gifts are. <laughs> and part of what I feel that my gift is, is to help pull that out of people. Right. So walk me through that a little bit. Let's see. So our audience can have a little bit of a uh, taste of how how you will do that, because there'll be people lined up to speak with you to be on your on your shows. Well, that's uh, the key is to get actually people who are a lot smarter than I am, <laughs> who've done a lot of other great things as well. And so the guests are, are key, and, and I'm choosing to have guests of all uh, stripes. Like the first guest I'm going to have uh, that I'm interviewing this week is a former Major League Baseball player. Mm. Um, and he was the, like, the number six uh, pick in the entire baseball draft back in, like, 1996 by the Montreal Expos. Mm. But, you know, he fell into hard times. You know, he had some uh, issues with um, substances. Mm -hmm. uh, he got some injuries, and his career was cut short. Uh, so he talks about the trials and the tribulations and the things that he, he's going to that he's going to talk about the things that he's learned from all of that. And you learn from adversity. Yes, that's an amazing first guest to have. When when will we get to hear you? Very soon. <laughs> OK, <Like> shortly. <laughs> that's, that's good. That interview is going to be out in about a week. Amazing. OK, how do we listen to that? Well, yeah, so I'm going to be on the uh, C-Suite Network Radio, so c-suitenetwork.com. And, uh, yeah, you can see all the different shows that I have, as well as other great podcasters as well. That's the largest podcasting network in the entire world. That's going to be exciting oh, for awesome. us to be able to follow you. And you have an amazing, you know this, you have an amazing voice. Oh, thank and you. you certainly have a voice for radio, not to say you don't have a voice for TV, but you've been told that, I'm sure. Did you know this early on, that this was a place you should put your voice? Ooh, that's a great question. Absolutely not. I, I actually thought this might be the most difficult thing on the planet for me. I, I believe I've come overcome the most challenging handicap of them all. Do you know what that is, Catherine? <laughs> Being a New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now. Just from one New that. Yorker to the next, I can say that. <laughs> Now, my handicap was extreme shyness. So I grew up, believe it or not, uh, terribly shy. So my number one goal in life was to find a way to break through that. 
and to be exactly the opposite. And actually, to your credit and to Joe's credit, you bring out the best in me. Thank you. Bring you. out the energy in me because yeah. I'm not like this all the time. <laughs> well, I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. And I love the New York connection that we have. So we have to talk a little bit with our guests so they can hear some of the things that we talked about backstage. <laughs> or, you know, like we have a certain connection and just felt like that, like instant. There was no hesitation for both of us. We both thought and think and act pretty similarly. It's almost instantaneous. It's like action and thought go hand in hand. In a New York minute. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Well, Catherine, I can tell you, you know, that you're a, a special individual as well, because, you know, you came across as somebody who just wants to really put some good stuff out on the planet, really, without this major, you know, overwhelming agenda that, you know, so many other people uh, throw at you before, you know, they develop their relationship. So uh, you're, you know, I, I love the way you're just interested in developing the relationship. Mm, thank you. Well, we, we have so many things in common with human beings and sometimes we don't bother to take the time, but when we do that exactly and we find the connection and we hit that vibration and when it happens fast and instantaneous like it did with us, I thought, and you said, I, why wait? Like, well, there's no reason to wait when we know we want to do something. It's just, it's an amazing thing to meet people that understand a quick action without thinking it has some other hidden meaning. Yeah, you know, one of my podcasts that I did a while back, you know, talks about the need to do things like right now, not tomorrow. You know, it's like people, well, I'm going to quit smoking tomorrow. I'm just going to have another few cigarettes today. Mm -mm. <laughs> so well. You're going to quit. You quit right now on an instant on a dime. Yes. <laughs> you do what you need to do now. No excuses, you know. Yeah. It's a priority. The moment I'm thinking about it, it is a major priority. Yeah, get it done. You know, I'll tell you one uh, uh, funny uh, thing that happens to me a lot. You know, I'll talk to people and uh, they'll ask me, uh, when would you like to talk? Uh, and I'll say, like, as soon as possible. And they'll say, how's your schedule October 15th? And I'm like, October 15th? This is April. And it's, it's like, are you really that busy from now till October 15th that you can't, you know, talk for 10 minutes? And I think just some people just do it to, you know, because they they think they, you know, for whatever reason, it makes them look more important. Mm. But I'm like, well, why not today or tomorrow? Yeah, <laughs> that kind of guy. Right? Yeah, just let's let's do it. Yeah. You know, and on that note, I have this belief system and in my schedule where I always have this flex time for me, and I allow the world and the universe to bring me connections. So I have that in my day. It's not a set time. It's not from 8 to 8.30. It's an energetic opening. So I know I'm going to walk. I know I'm going to do some yoga. I know I'm going to work out. I know I'm going to do my work, but I know I'm going to have a place for someone to enter my life. And that has been something I started about 11 years ago. And it's non-negotiable. There is a place for a new person to reach me or ask me mm -hmm. something. And again, I don't know where it's going to end up, so it's not scheduled, but it's available. And I find that when we make ourselves available emotionally, that we truly do have a chance to meet great people. I think that's an incredible philosophy of life. Yeah, it works for me. It works it, for me. It, it, really, it really does. It's... Um, 
you know, I, I don't know, I don't know about you, Eli, but you know, through this time, Catherine and I, we've been, I think, busier than than ever, actually, and more scheduled than ever. Like you said, with reinventing ourselves. For us, it's not so much reinventing ourselves as continuing on with with the work we've been doing and actually intensifying some of it to get to get more of what we do out there. And so, to have that space energetically, emotionally, to to meet new people, to allow those um, interactions to happen is, is definitely huge. Well, actually, you know, Catherine and I were on the same call yesterday yeah. and we heard from a, from a, a, a battleship captain. Right. And what he talked about uh, was right on. He says, you know, that, you know, he was asked about how he keeps up these, his uh, sailors, uh, you know, morale. And mm-hmm. uh, he, he talks about, you know, just, making a 1% improvement every single day. Mm, Kaizen, right. And like 1%. Yeah, Kaizen, exactly. Um, yeah, and, and I live by that philosophy as well. You know, every day, just try to do things, you know, a little bit better, you know, right. and, uh, you know, fill your day with uh, productivity. Right. It's, it's, it's that, that old saying, right? How, how does a mouse eat an elephant, right? Or something like that. <laughs> One bite, how do you eat an elephant? Exactly. One bite at a time, right? You exactly. can't tackle the whole thing all at once. Yeah, the other thing you know that I've learned in my life is uh, stop thinking about things having to be perfect mm. because early on, you know, I, I was caught up in perfection, yes, and it just didn't work for me yeah. because you know I would delay things, I'd procrastinate, and that that's a big reason for procrastination, you yes. know, because people, oh, I got to make this perfect, oh, I got to keep up with the Joneses, oh, I got to be uh, like Tony Robbins if I'm going to be a motivational speaker. <laughs> then you realize, you know, you just have to be yourself. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to be, you know, the best that you can be. Yeah, uh, I was. It's. I was listening to a another uh, podcast actually yesterday. Um, a Canadian guy, Steve Dotto, and he was talking about one of the biggest things that trips up most people when they're going on with any business, but especially going online, is um, if you're a content creator, is the consistency, right? Just yep. keep, just keep, just keep putting stuff out there, like you say, 1% better each day. And it's the people who are successful are those that keep doing the consistency, right? The perseverance, doing a little bit all the time. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, they, you have all these uh, courses and all these books, the secret and all this, and mm-hmm. that's the secret right there as far as I'm concerned, you know, just consistency. Right. And Eli, when you were starting out and now restarting and all the experience that you have with businesses and life, if we would take our listeners right now and they're listening to you and they, when you want to give them a piece of advice is maybe more than one piece, of course, but is there something that's come to the top of your mind that you'd like to share with our listeners and whether it's starting a podcast or starting a business or reinventing themselves during this COVID at this time? Well, when I started as a young puppy <laughs> working <laughs> in my career, uh, I was in New York city and I'll never forget. I started right on 40th street and Fifth Avenue. And my job was to walk into a building to the top floor and work my way down office to office. And I actually did probably the most difficult thing you can possibly do when you're working, which is cold calling. Wow. So I'd knock on each door without an appointment and I'd go door to door. I had a, a three-piece suit back then and it was 90, like three degrees in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> so you could imagine how much, uh, using New York term, schwitzing I did. Yep. <laughs> Um, and really, uh, it was all about perseverance. It was all about just not giving up because um, the word that I heard most often was the word no. 
Right. <laughs> and that that's challenging for most people, you know, yeah. most people will quit after a while, but I just had this, you know, bulldog tenacity. I just went from door to door to door and, and I got at least 150 no's before I got a yes. Wow. So it's all about, you know, you know, getting knocked down to the canvas, but getting up every time. Mm, get up. Don't quit. Right. Yep. That's great advice. There's def absolutely great advice. I'm going to ask you a little bit of a personal question, but it won't be too personal. I'll stay within <laughs> the boundaries. When you are faced, were, are faced with those moments of, oh, I don't believe it, or they're despair, or they bring up these emotions, what do you do to push through that or work well, through it or fly with it? Well, that's a great question because we all have them, you know, and uh, certainly with this uh, challenging environment we have today, you know, it can certainly come up a lot. But, you know, what I do is I uh, put myself back into my passion. And when I'm in my passion, it's hard for me to dwell on the negative. So if I'm doing the things that make my boat float, <laughs> yes, uh, I'm, I'm really, you know, having a hard time, you know, thinking any other way. So I plunge myself back into my podcasting, you know, or I listen to other people's podcasts, or I read some motivational books, you know, I love to read motive. I've got over a 1000 motivational books and self help books sitting on my shelf. Mm. Some of them uh, have very yellowed pages. <laughs> so the long time I've been reading them, and I'll read them again, to inspire myself. So it's, a, it's about re inspiring yourself. And for some people, maybe it's their local church or synagogue, you know, that might do that for them. Right. Yeah, there's so this, some, so go ahead. <laughs> some of those books, you know, it's you, like you say, you go back and reread them. Like I've probably given away as many and rebought as many books as I've got, or, you know, it's, and, and cause you give it away cause you know, it's going to help somebody else. And you go, Oh, I need to read that again. And you go buy it again. And, you know, one of my, one of my favorites, and it's an older one is Ogmandino, the greatest salesman oh, yeah. in the world, you yes. know, and that, and, and then of course, Napoleon Hill, think and grow rich. And, yep. you know, like those just, you can't go back and read those ones enough as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And sometimes it's just a book title. You don't even, well, it, it's nice if you read the book, but just the book title itself, if you can internalize the meaning of that book title. And one of the classic ones, you know, uh, when I worked with Dr. Richard Carlson, he wrote, don't sweat the small stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's all small stuff was the subtitle. And if you can internalize that, you really realize most of the things in life are small stuff except for the really, really big stuff, which is, you know, death or a coronavirus, <laughs> maybe. Right. But all the other stuff in between the things that you think are like, oh, my God, you know, how am I going to deal with this? You know, what is it really going to mean a year or two years later? And that's sort of how I look at things. Like, what is this really going to mean a year or two years later? And if it's right. not going to be a, probably a big deal, then it's really small stuff. What right. legacy are we actually creating? So Eli, on another uh, note, what happens when you're having this amazing day? How do you keep that going in your personal business, universal life? Great question. Um, you know, for me, what I do is I'm constantly finding ways to keep that energy up. And so I'm a runner <laughs> and I'm out there doing things physically all the time. So for me, it's mental and physical. So my running uh, definitely brings endorphins into my body. And you know, the funny, most of the great thoughts that I have during the day happens during my run. So exercise, meditation, um, you know, anything that gets your mind into a different kind of state. 
And as I mentioned with the Tony Robbins event, you know, it's important to keep changing your energy state so you're not kind of staying on one plateau. Right, right. That's a great, that's a great visual. I can imagine that happening. And on a different scale, when we're working, podcasting, when we're with clients, I call my clients ambassadors in my personal company, I stand. So I'm standing right now so that when I'm speaking, my energy has not in any way, shape or form taken a bend or a turn. So I might be standing for eight or 10 or 12 hours a day, but (laughs) that's just, that's the way I get my voice and my mind and my body to stay in action and not feel stagnant. Yeah. And, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, you know, and he's uh, looking to lose some weight and he was, you know, we were bantering back and forth and I, and I said, you know, move a lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the number one thing, you know, yeah, I uh, just keep moving. Yep. You're right. You're absolutely good right. Good for the mind, good for the body. Right. The body will, the body will drive the mind, right. Or it will relax it. Yep. And yeah, it's hard to be depressed when you, when you're moving. Well, the, and that's, the, and we know from, from scientific research that 20 minutes of exercise a day has as much effect as the top antidepressant medications. Absolutely. And, yeah. And, you know, and, and if you can't, you know, run or you, you know, bad knees or whatever, you just yeah. walk. Right. Yeah, exactly. Walk in place. Just do something. Like you say, move your body. Shift your energy. Yeah. There's, there's some songs that I can think about that, but you know. Some songs come in. Let's talk about music for a quick second, Eli. What What is your favorite music? Well, I, I have to tell you, I'm a 70s guy. Yes. You know, 60s, 70s. I love, I love the lyrics. You know, to me, lyrics are yeah. like American Pie. Yes. Like, to oh, me, it's like the greatest oh, yeah. lyrics of all time. And you just don't get that today no. as much as you did back then. I also love the love ballads that they did back in the 60s and 70s. If you listen to all those doo-wop groups, bread. it's all about love. <laughs> Was that band Bread? Frankie Valley. Right? I'm sorry? Bread? Bread, yes, yeah. I want to make it with you, you know, and all those types yep. of lyrics. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love that era. Yeah. When we listen to the top music or we watch the music awards, we look at each other like, really? How come I don't know that? <laughs> I just don't, I don't, I'm not following it the same as I followed music before. Maybe mm. I had more time. I don't know. But, you know, we often look back and say, wow, I can't believe that musician is like there in that stage in their life. I remember them when, and the time just mm. flew, absolutely flew by. And, and Eli, I wanted to ask you, do you have any questions that you wanted to ask us? Because I'd like to go into a part of the show called the BU Final Moment, but I wanted to open, since you're so well versed in communicating and navigating with, with a room and the mic, if you have any questions for us, by all means, go right ahead. Absolutely. Well, I think that you guys are like the uh, Batman and Robin here, you know, uh, <laughs> you're, you're the dynamic duo, uh, you know, to have two of you on uh, is an incredible honor. Uh, and usually when I do a podcast with somebody, it's always one person. So how did you kind of come about uh, getting together and, and being inspired enough to put this podcast together? Oh, that's great. We'll both probably give you a slightly different yeah, yeah. version. Joe, sure. do you want to go first? I would say ladies first. Okay, thank you. Thank you. So uh, I'm going to say the year was 2012. Yeah. I'm not too sure if that was a year, right, Joe? So I own a company called The Bridge. And this company, we used to meet at the Richmond Hill Country Club. And Dr. Energy was a part of the bridge with us. And he had a vision and a dream and a desire. And we took that vision and we not only worked with it, we created something over a very short period of time that went from a thought to an action 
to a, I was going to say like a new platform, so to mm -hmm. speak. And right there in the spot, in the moment, we started creating and we created and we embarked on uh, our relationship marketing company together. We embarked on the bridge and taking the bridge into Dr. Energy's life and making that a new aspect. And we worked on what the new thing would be. And together we opened up at that time what was called Fun and Powerful Presenters, Joe. Is that the name yep, of it? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, so we opened up Fun and Powerful Presenters and we started to create this new image of, you know, Joe is extremely well-versed in standing and talking and having conversation. And I remember way back then thinking, gosh, you got to look into Toastmasters. Like, remember that conversation? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, you have, like, I remember where I was sitting. When it took me a couple years after that to get to Toastmasters. Right. But. But, but I planted that seed. And I remember that I thought, oh, he, this is perfect for Joe. Like he so is going to in, in love this because I was a founding member of a, of another club. And we worked together and we took steps, but we stepped into each thing a little bit deeper. And we traveled to Salt Lake City. We got more involved in our network marketing company. And mm -hmm. Joe was able to sort of be right there at some pivotal moments for me. And we, we really shared life's moments together and kept working on how we're going to demonstrate to people that they can do it. They can speak, they can say their mind, they can speak their voice. And after working on that for a while, we took a two year hiatus and came back to right where we were before in the sense that nothing changed. We felt the same exact way about giving people a platform to share their greatest gifts. Mm -hmm. And one day we said, Hey, we should do a podcast. It wasn't part of our plan. We hadn't planned for it. We hadn't really even researched it. We said, okay, <laughs> let's do it. And, and Joe, I'll let you tell your version because that's yeah. the way it felt for me. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, the, all, all those, you know, the facts of, of the matter are definitely all there. And, you know, for me, the, the feel of it was, has all been a long, long way of, of providing a place to, for people to be their best self, uh, as you mentioned, Catherine. You know, for me, one of the things I discovered at a at a seminar, probably about around the same time, a chiropractic seminar that I was at, was um, my the game that I, I the game that I had been playing in my life um, was telling people what I thought they wanted to hear, so that they would stick around, that they would like me, etc. And I realized, and it was. And through the exercise that we did, I realized that that was a sucker's game. Mm -hmm. And the game that I was really trying to play or wanting to play was empowering people's greatness. Mm -hmm. And so that shift in focus of empowering people's greatness translated into this company that Catherine and I created now called BU Network. And it's funny because people always ask us because it's B.U. <laughs> and people always, what's the acronym BU stand for? I'm like, sound it out <laughs> and be you and, and they're like i don't get it and then they sat slower what you know be you and oh now i get it and so the the whole idea of being able to help people express themselves in a way that they can connect more fully with people and express their own gifts so that it can bring out the gifts of others that was really the the whole um impetus to to creating this this business and the podcast as Catherine said it just it was very organic and we realized that there's not 
after we started, we realized after the fact, after we started doing it, that there really wasn't a lot of other podcasts, if any, out there where there was two hosts doing it. And so, and I don't know if, you know, subconsciously, you know, of, of the age that we're at, you know, I grew up, we all grew up watching like, like the Tonight Show, Johnny Carson and all that kind of stuff. So you had Johnny and you had Ed. And I'm not saying we're Johnny and Ed or anything by any stretch of the imagination, but the, you know, watching those types of shows, there was always two people there. So maybe that had some influence. I don't know, but it seems to really, really work for us and really help spark these, as, as our tagline, like we like to say, conversations worth having. And so that's kind of the, the story of, of where, where we started and where we're at now. And Joe, we have that common other thread. So Eli, we're both we're both Sicilian. <laughs> Look out! <laughs> and you know, we have this family history. Although I'm from New York and came to Canada thirty years ago, a little bit more, but we have that shared system in our minds of mm. when I say system because it's a system when you're Sicilian <laughs> the whole way of living you know and we talked about this that I'm I'm of the Jewish faith I'm Sicilian I'm from New York I'm living in Canada you know there's so many things here that are ironclad and Joe and I just share that together and it seems to work really well because we both understand things that we didn't live together but yet we know what it was like so that's that's a fun part for us I think partnerships are hard and you guys come across that, you know, without excessive ego. And I think that's what makes it work for you guys. You're both sweet. You're both kind. You both have a mission and you both believe it and you both live it. You don't just talk it. And I think that's what makes the difference with both of you. Thank you. That's a great question. That's thank you so much. Cause we normally don't have a chance to do that. Right, Joe, actually, Eli, you're the first guest that we've ever given the opportunity to ask us a question because typically we make it always about the guest. And I just thought that you would have a question because you're so well-versed at handling the show. So thank you so much for doing that. It's a first in our history. We won't forget that. And it's such a great question. We, we have an option in our format for BU. And, and that option is we'd like to have a reflection, a moment where we just see what pops up. So we created this and we call it our BU moment. And every one of our episodes has this and it comes up towards, towards the end, so to speak. And we never know what's going to happen. So to our audience who's listening for the first time, we ask our guests and each other, I asked Dr. Energy, and then he asks me, what is your BU final moment? And everyone comes up with something different. So the intent is whatever it is for you, and that's cool. But my initial intent was what came up from this episode, from this conversation for you that sort of gave you, uh, whether it's an aha moment or you reminisced about it. So as it, whatever it means to you, as it's come up, what is your BU final moment, Eli? Well, I'm going to go back to what you guys said, three words, empowering people's greatness. And I'm also going to go back to one of the things that I said about, you know, uh, a book and its title and not even necessarily having to read the book. And one of my favorite books of all time is a book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Dr. Susan Jeffers. And I'll never forget the time that I was uh, on a radio station in New York and I was up to this radio show. And I'm thinking about, well, there, there could be like tens of thousands of listeners here. And so that was the first time I ever did something like that. So I, I was nervous, to be perfectly frank. Um, and then I, I thought about that book. And I said, okay, you know something? Feel the fear 
and do it anyway. And that will lead you towards your greatness. And if everybody lived that mantra, it's okay to feel the fear, it's gonna come, but do it anyway, because that's the only path to get to your greatness. You can't back down from the things that you fear. You can't let that rule you. You have to rule the fear. Thank you. Wow, I can yeah. talk about that for an hour. I'll wait till my <laughs> turn. Thank you so much, Eli. Dr. Energy, what is your BU final moment today? Well, it's, I, I wasn't sure what it was going to be until just right now, until after Eli, you had shared that. So thank you. Um, the, the feeling, the fear, that is huge. You know, people come up to me after, you know, I've been on stage or in front of a room or doing a show like this. And they're like, oh, you do it so well. Aren't, weren't you nervous? And like, of course I was nervous. I get it. I still get nervous. And even in, in fact, I get probably more nervous in a small room in a Toastmasters meeting with 20 or 25 people than I do getting up on a stage in front of a hundred or 200 people or something like that, or speaking to how many people on a podcast. And I think that a lot of times we, we confuse fear with anticipation or anxiety with anticipation, that excitement of doing something new, something that pushes us beyond our comfort zone a little bit. And I think that's really what that whole idea of feel the fear and do it anyways. I mean, some people are, you know, tremendous, have tremendous fear about speaking in public or doing something else. And, and it's almost debilitating. And, and I think that when we can, feel that fear and then do it anyways. It's really, I think part of the definition of courage, isn't it? And perseverance is to, to step into it and allow ourselves to push the edges of our comfort zone just a little bit so that we can come to some new place of comfort and then we get a little more comfortable there and then we push the edge again a little bit more. So I think that recognizing that we have that anticipation, that fear, that anxiety. I, I still get that. And using it, channeling it into what we're doing to be of service to our audience, I think that is my BU final moment. So Eli, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, you just hit the nail on the head because the reason that most of us have that fear is we're so focused on ourselves mm. and on the reaction that you know we think people are gonna have to us. You know, where, oh my God, did I say the wrong thing? Did I, right. you know, am I looking bad? So if you take the focus off yourself and you put it on the mission to serve other people, yeah. to, you know, to empower people's greatness, you know, yeah. then you'll be able to deal with the fear far better. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Catherine, rah, rah. What's your BU final moment? What's coming up for you? What's inspiring you? What is the aha moment for you today. Thank you for asking. I'm listening very intently. And what came, what came up and what comes up for me is the what's next part. Mm. After the first impression and after the wow moment, how do we follow through with these relationships, these friends and clients and family members that have these amazing moments, do we stay in their life? How do we stay in their life? So for me, what's coming up is I love having a great experience and I always like to know, how's that going to go? 
I remember when my husband and I got back together after being divorced and married for the third time. <laughs> I said, where's this going? Because it's either like this or like that. All and David, that was it. And, and David, I've waited 16 and a half years for David to come back. And to say that meant like, where is this going? What is this conversation going to go to? Because mm-hmm. it's great in this moment, but my investment in my own well-being and in yours at this moment, because I'm here with you, it lives and the vibration lives. And I want to invest in this for longer than this nanosecond. So that's what comes up for me. What will the vibration do? How will it live? What will, what action will we take? Because my comfort zone is to be uncomfortable. So if I'm comfortable, (laughs) I basically feel like I might as well just hold my breath. I need to have like the next thing at that moment. So for me, it's what follow through, what action, what life will we have together after this moment? Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yeah, I'm an that all in great. kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in up to the whatever, and that's just how it goes for me. But thank you. I, I hadn't really thought about that, especially that moment until you were you were talking and discussing that. So it's really enlightening to you know to be on a show and to be in a show and to be listening and producing and editing and and directing. But we we need to take the time to actually sit in this show and stand in this show and enjoy every moment and having the ability to do that and just it makes such a difference because this is so enjoyable. I truly don't want it to end. And that's why I listen to each show over and over and yes. over again. We we listen again and again and we, we use these shows as a way to build our relationship and listen to what, what was said. So Eli, I want to thank you uh, for for your time and for the opportunity to get to know you. How will our guests reach you? Eli, in order for our audience to hear the way that they can reach you, everything will be posted in our show notes. Can you give us some tips on how we can reach you on Instagram, on Twitter and on LinkedIn, please? Sure. On Instagram, it's Eli Marcus Success. On Twitter, it's the Eli Marcus. And on LinkedIn, it's Eli Marcus the Motivator. Awesome. Thank you. We'll put all those links in our show notes and um, yeah, into your new podcast. When you have that for us, we'll put that in the show notes as well. Well, you guys have been absolutely extraordinary. You are a definition of Batman and Robin. You are just a fantastic (laughs) dynamic duo. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for your presence here today. It was, uh, and for bringing all of who you are to, to this moment. We really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, Eli. Hang out with us a little bit. Okay. Thank you for joining us. Sharing is caring. Tell your friends about conversations worth having on BU Network. We really appreciate your reviews, and you can do that on Apple Podcast. Thank you. For show notes and links, go to www.b-u.network forward slash podcasts. Connect with us via our website, www.b-u.network, and build a relationship with us. Sign up to receive information, updates, and your free video training at www.b-u.network forward slash pro. We're looking forward to hearing from you. And thank you for being with us. Ciao. Ciao, baby. Ciao.